Log Talk Radio. Show 
at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, uh, which segment of the show, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your uh, email read in, and we will uh, read your email. Uh, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, uh, you can always find us on Twitter. Uh, the show can be found at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. Uh, you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C E E Hawk. Anybody uh, notice I had a DM? You have it on. Uh, and the last fashion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, hit us up there. Give us a like. Uh, share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Y'all know how it works. Spread the word that way. Please and thank you. Uh, so, yeah, Cam, we're going to start today. What's the uh, what's what's uh, D or N-A? And a topic of the week. If there is not one. So I think the best place to start is kind of where we stopped last week uh, as far as a larger conversation, and that was with uh, the NXT winner take all match. So Keithley yeah. uh, defeated Adam Cole to become NXT champion as well as uh, retain his North American Championship in a really, really, really good main event. Um, you know, we say this about every match, kind of, Travis, uh, but specifically, from all the things we've seen during quarantine, like, mm-hmm. this may have been the match where I'm like, man, with a crowd, that match, it would be yeah. crazy. Like, that's mm-hmm. the one. Um, because they're both and, 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 so without, good. Without all Traditional, not traditional, but it did it without all the uh, NXT style, you know, not even them, WWE kind of crutches with the 100 false finishes and, and that kind of thing. Like that was, for me, the most refreshing part of that match. Like, it was not straight Yeah. Yeah. Here's this guy's finisher. Once he hit it, it was lights out and he won the big title. Exactly. And I think that the, um, you know, you always try to quantify what it is that you see. Um, you know, Keith Lee is big and strong and fast and agile and can do all the moves, um, especially for a guy that size. But that Adam Cole, man, he just, uh, you know, we've seen it with a lot of guys, and specifically like HBK and. Uh, Bret Hart jump out to me when I talk about guys like this, but just somebody who seems to be doing the right thing at all times. You know what I mean? Like, just always is in control of the way he moves, the things he says, how his moves hit, his body language. Adam Cole is that guy. He's just one of the very best. And so even with the size difference between them, Adam Cole never gets lost in a match to where it looks like, how is this guy competing with the other guy? You know what I mean? He just has an agent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we knew so that. Good, it knows, we knew that in those multi-man, you know, war games matches and, mm-hmm. and stuff where he was, uh, you know, big time and had big, big spots. And, yeah. 
Absolutely. So, yeah, it was just, that was fun to watch, man. And, uh, you know, he had that title for so long. It's like, what is there left for him to do? Um, and it's probably go on to other things. You know, um, I think he'd be a great fit on SmackDown right now. Um, I'd like to see him, when the dust is cleared, compete with an Apollo Crews for the U.S. title. I mean, and be real, like, there's unfinished business with him and Drew McIntyre. Like, that's there. You know what I mean? So, like, him challenging Drew is not far-fetched. So, another different way. Wait, who? Adam Adam Cole? Yeah, because Adam Cole, remember, Trav, we were, um, you and I were sitting in a bar one night during Comic-Con watching Mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre and uh, and Bobby Roode. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was... I forget the timeline, if that was before or after Adam Cole and Undisputed Era ran down on Drew. Um, yeah, so, so that stuff is there. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's plans for them to be doing a thing at some point. So the way they go about that, then you have, you know, Killer Cross uh, right there in the wings waiting on uh, – the outcome of the and, match. And Dexter so, like, Loomis to, uh, to a lesser extent. Yeah, Loomis is there. Challengers. Finn Balor's, yeah, Finn Balor isn't far off. So those guys are there. You know, so the matches are there. Right, like who doesn't want yeah, to see Finn Balor, Balor, Keith Lee again? Like, especially after what Keith, was, Keith Lee was able to do. And, uh, and uh, Adam Cole, what they were able to do. You think Finn Balor isn't going, oh, well, you think I, I can top that. You know, I could get a better match out of, you know, big match moment and match out of Keith Lee than what Adam Cole did. Absolutely. Absolutely. I bet that's yeah, like going through like guys did. Like Johnny Gargano's like, ah, you know, I'm gonna get another match with Keith Lee eventually and maybe we could do this and switch yeah. it up, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, to me that that's kind of the the big thing on that side. Um on the AEW side, um, you know, they're doing fight for the fallen tonight. And, uh, you know, to kind of, not to make up for Fighter Fest, but you have a, a cleared Moxley. Um, yeah. Post, uh, post-isolation Moxley. Um, and you have him and, uh, and Brian Cage, who they're pushing really, really fast. And he has the FTW, excuse me, the FTW title now. And uh, they're competing for the title tonight. Which doesn't... Um, which they're yeah. not even selling like they did 20 years ago. No, 25 years ago. Like, it wasn't the... Like, in fairness... Fuck the, the world championship. Before my time. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so this is how it went. It wasn't... Like, Taz is... Taz, you know how he was the gimmick, was the baddest suplex machine, all that. And... It wasn't who's the champion. It was who, well, who's the champion. Fuck the world championship. That yeah. was the point of the, of the FTW title. And they made it a physical thing, but now they're like, not even, they're completely bypassing the whole, like, well, where's Cage? This is a six, like, at least like few, three months down the line where Cage who can't get the title from, for various reasons. And in a heelish way, nobody's like, sympathizing with them, and I don't know. It just seems like a, a nostalgic thing that they're like, oh, well, Taz is here. How about we make a new mm-hmm. belt and have them? It's like, come on, AEW, y'all. Yeah, whatever. But 
the FTW champion. Whatever. Whatever that means. What, who's going? What are you going to challenge Brian Cage for that match? Uh, for that title? Yeah. If you're, if you're about Brian Cage, like, he's not. Hey, Brian Cage is this, this big bad guy with this, you know, with this crazy physique, and uh, you know, like isn't bad in any aspect, but like. To me, and when I say the FTW title predates me, I mean it predates me watching, but I kind of understand. But yeah, sure. the thing about Taz was just like you said, like baddest guy on the planet. Like nobody's better than me, and I don't need that belt to say I'm the best. I'm the best. Nobody can whoop me. Like right. Cage doesn't have that kind Which of personality. Like John Moxley is an FTW champion. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> John Moxley fits that bill way better than uh, Brian Cage does. But, you know, I, I think we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I think Cage is, again, he's all right in the ring, and, and Moxley's really good. So I think that match will be good. Uh, but to me, the biggest thing on that side is Cody Rhodes and Sonny Kiss. Um, you know, one of the big criticisms that I've had and other people have had, and we've made really public and, you know, our buddy Rich has even asked about directly to Tony Khan was, you know, black male representation in AEW, um, especially on the single side, because it's nice to say, hey, we have all these black tag teams, or hey, we have all these black women, and that's fantastic, um, but if your wrestling company top-down is ran from the male singles division, then that's where you need the talent to claim representation. Okay, so... You know, Sonny Kiss, you know, getting a title opportunity with Cody on what they're promoting as a really big show, Sonny Kiss probably, and somebody can correct me on this, and, and I want to give all due respect to Anala Rose, um, a Darren Young, and Orlando Jordan. Uh, sure. So I want to put all that, like, keep all that in perspective, but probably this is, television-wise, the biggest opportunity for a queer wrestling. Like, I think I'm being fair when I say that. And somebody can correct me. Um, yeah. If I'm wrong, I definitely want to be corrected. But I'm not even sure um, if there's like, a right or wrong. Yeah. yeah. But for, like, an, an out queer wrestler, this is probably the biggest opportunity. Um, you know, coupled with the fact that, you know, what we've been pushing for, you know, black male representation, like, in this company, um, Especially oh, I can take that WWE. Oh, good, I'm sorry. I can take that hotel uh, uh, <laughs> and go like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah here we go. We right? finally Cam, get the Cam we finally Cannon, get the singles. Um, you get the singles, uh, singles black man wrestler, and they want to feminize yeah. the black man. Open your third eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, but uh, you know, especially when WWE is we're doing a better job of it. Like you just had. You know, Bobby Lashley, main event of the pay-per-view. You're doing a lot with MVP and people he's working with on that side. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been WWE doing a, a better job of it. And now AEW, you know, really putting into perspective the things that they've been called the task on. And so I think it's going to be, um, you know, a good showing from Sunny Kiss. Um, if you're somebody like me who, I really don't watch Dark. You know what I mean? I watch the shows when they're kind of going head-to-head, NXT and AEW, and then I'll watch the quote-unquote main roster stuff, mostly on Mondays when I'm asked to do it. I'm going to watch that on Friday night. But, yeah, uh, so it'll be, it'll be interesting for them. 
And then the third thing, Travis, uh, Monday Night Raw. Is is it the worst rating ever? Is that what, what was settled on? Um, yeah, I think they were the worst qualifiers. You know, that kind of thing. But, yes, it's certainly either there or or up there. Yeah. So, you know, Trevor, I didn't really think about it. And we may have brought this up before, and you may have brought it up. I know that it's a conversation that's really been happening with people, but, you know, we talk about low ratings. Um, I have not put into perspective in the last three or four months how many people who were never going to cut cable cut cable. Like, when 32 million people lose their jobs, like, there are things you you know, that our hours are slightly to severely reduced. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so more time at home and you're like, I don't need this. Like I've almost, I've I've really thought about getting rid of Sling TV. Like, nah, I'll keep it because it's just, it is, it's, it's, it's still valuable. But I started thinking about like, what can I, what's there to cut? So, uh, and here's here's the headline: WWE Monday Night Raw sets an all-time record low record low rating. Still finishes high in cable cable demo rankings. Uh, so it, it's a new uh, it's a it's a it's a new era. It's a new world order of of of, of content and content providing where. If you can get a million people to watch you on a high-end channel, no matter what it is, or high-end cable channel, no matter you know, no matter, and, and also demos, demographics like that's, uh, you know, you would rather do 750,000 overall viewers if half of them are in your key demo rather than do 1.2 million and you know 10% of them are in your key demo. I think people, I, I, you know, could be wrong. So it's, I didn't, I didn't even think of that, a cam about people cutting, cutting cable and the, it makes sense because they're home. They realize I don't necessarily need cable. There's so many other options. And also the, the job loss aspect, the hours loss aspect of we're going to trim, uh, yeah, those two things together, yeah. Cost. Yeah, uh, everybody's in the house. Um, we have all these streaming platforms. We can either go crazy on Disney Plus, or we can keep this cable. And then I tell you what, I tell you what, like will kill you from cable. Have you ever? Uh, and I know, like, you know, you have. I think one day off, like during the week, but. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I tried to sit there and find something on TV. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I have sling. Like, I can't remember the last time I just literally, unless it was like us needing to watch a wrestling thing or a wrestling documentary or something like uh, the Jordan doc on ESPN, like something that was like the community that I'm a part oh, of. Oh, I thought you meant just you're not doing anything and you're just like, hmm, let me scroll no, sure. like a channel. Well, I'm getting to that. That's exactly oh, okay. what I'm saying. So okay. outside of 
those things, I can't remember the last time I just said, hey, I wonder what's on cable right now. I don't do it. Like, in, on a perfect day when work is slow, I'm watching, like, you know, 911 on Plex, or I'm catching up on Perry Mason, or I'm running Boondocks, or I'm watching First 48. Like, it's all stuff that's kind of on demand. I don't feel the need to watch anything live. So right. I feel like I'm not the only person in that. Me being me, me doing that, Trav, is me being somebody who has had technically, and I don't want to say like you never know, listening, who's had years of downtime, and so has like been exhausted from like the cable aspect. But somebody who works every day and only gets to turn on their TV for an hour a day because they got to take care of their family, I imagine they sat down in front of their TV for three weeks and they were like, "Yo, this sucks." Like, there's, there is no programming on that I can't just reach out and touch on one of the apps that I have. It just sucks. So I assume that that eventually hits WWE, too. Like, well, why have a cable package if I'm watching this one thing, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, where they make up for it is, you know, being ahead of the game, and so, you know, not in some sense, in all the Having a million to a million and a half people paying them ten bucks a month, you know, hundred twenty bucks a year, uh, consistently. Uh, that's even got a people that are looking to cut like that ten bucks I need to spend. The only thing keeps me from not is like okay, well, uh, it's a community thing, right? Like I have. Like I had, I pay for Hulu. My mom pays for Netflix, and uh, I have a rich uh, thing, HBO or some shit. And so I, my WWE network is low. It's farmed out to friends too. Like I can't. I, I'm not just taking. You know, I, I'm giving too. So if I, I got to yeah. think of two two other people, like shit, Dre's in on that. I think you know, somebody else. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but it's, the thought is there. So if it's, the thought is there for me, it's, uh, probably is there for a lot of people. And probably a decent percentage of them are, are, uh, actually, you know, spend money or drop it to save some money. So that'll be interesting. But they'll be able to, <clears throat> you know, wash over it. The next quarter, lane. I don't know. It'll be interesting if they do. If they say how many subscriptions y'all have, and it's like seven hundred fifty thousand, and it's a, and it's a significant drop, you know, twenty percent or something like that, you know, in a quarter or two. That's going to be, uh, you know, how how survivable is is mainstream pro wrestling in in, in modern. You know, street. They set the standard, but can you know just because you come out and start something, don't mean you got to be there when it's uh, you know, at its peak. You know, where's HTC? <laughs> you know, like yeah. somebody else bought them out and did some shit. You know. Anyway, um, all right. Anything else from TV or? 
final thoughts on you know Great American Bash and Fighter Fest? That's about the last two weeks. Um, yeah, that's about where I stand on it all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so Impact is going to do a, a cinematic match. Have you heard? Did you hear that? What match is that that they do? Uh, it's a street fight with, with uh, Rhino and Hernandez. So oh, and Hernandez? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be. The so the cinematic aspect of it is probably can only help. Yes, because Rhino is 192 years old. <laughs> and they're both just meat. <laughs> it's just gonna be two slabs of beef in the ring, just you know, smacking up against each other. Better add some special effects to that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but that's interesting. Talk about it, but like I, I kind of had to uh, circle back a little bit, Travis. Like this weekend is Extreme Rules, right? And so, like, oh, yeah. even with the absurdity of like the Rey Mysterio Seth Rollins eye for an eye match, it's only kind of absurd. Like it's absurd, but it's only kind of absurd. Wait, why only like, kind? Of? It's completely because absurd. Because of course nobody's getting their eye taken out. Like, oh, oh sure. Right, right, right. I said last yeah, week there's going to be like some kind of big schmaz. Yeah. Somebody said, somebody was like, I don't know how as wrestling fans, like, you know, this is like, this is beneath us or something like that. I'm like, well, it's really not. Like, e- even though it's like low taste and low brow, it's really not like beneath us. This is, well, like, it's, in line with some other things, but it's, it's stupid. And I don't like it. Switch. Like they're they're booking something and they're, you know, I guess they're I guess they're saying, well, it's so obvious nobody's going to expect mm. an eye to get pulled out, and I go to don't fucking do it. Then come up with something different. That's a terrible justification. Mm. That's a te- terrible reasoning. That's awful creativity. Like, but I guarantee you that's what they would say. That would be the excuse because that's the only excuse. Well, it's so absurd, nobody's going to believe it. But there's going to be, uh, what about the percentage of people that go, well, I, I either think something's going to happen, something sort of gruesome is going to happen, or you're going to have some kind of special effect. And when they don't get nothing, there's uh, some kind of cop out, some, you know, Seth Rollins runs away, gets in the Uber. And, you know, they're going to just go, well, what do you expect? And then people. It's just how you piss people off, or or just make them apathetic to going in, going, "Oh, this is going to be stupid." What the fuck kind of I, uh, attitude is that for if you want people going into a match? Like, well, this is going to be fucking ridiculous, right? Everybody's just looking around at each other, like, "Why are we here? Why?" Are... God, man, <laughs> they, that's an unforced error. Like, they, they did that to themselves. Mm-hmm. Completely, completely and thoroughly. They still have a chance. This still could turn out to be like one of the greatest, like uh, um, attention getting. You know, what if Rey Mysterio signed a waiver and was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm giving my eye to the wrestling business. Yeah, man, fuck that eye. Like his eye is already going bad, and we just didn't know it. So like, right? Pull it out. Like, oh shit! You know what happens? You voice it. That motherfucker got like cornea cancer or something, and they've got to they've got to come out anyway. It's like when you get the haircut crazy. and they do a hair versus hair match because they were like, "Well, mm-hmm. he wanted to change his look." 
Like, yeah, Ray had ocular, an ocular tumor, and that was the get-around. I, so Seth, so Seth, so, 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 Becky Lynch is not even pregnant. Seth has been in, like, secret uh, ophthalmology, whatever, eye surgery doctor training so he could uh, easily pop this thing out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. So okay, let's uh, let's talk with some people and see what they think about the uh, eye popping events in, in pro wrestling. Let's, eye uh, popping events. Let's start with also, uh, really quick. Yeah. Really quick, Chad. Um, so no verified accounts can tweet right now. No verified accounts can what? Can tweet. Like Twitter wide. Twitter wide. Is it a hack or some shit? What's going on? I, I don't know if it's a hack or an error or something Twitter's working on, but yeah, no verified accounts can tweet. And it's just hilarious. It's like kids at recess with no, <laughs> with no supervisor. Everybody's talking shit. It's so funny. So, um, so how'd they figure? You know, I guess it doesn't. It's not hard to figure out. Enough celebrities post on Facebook. I can't post on Twitter. I wonder if they can send DMs and shit. Like how? Hmm. I hope the nefarious shit is going on. That's the last thing we need. Well, I guess that means uh, one dickhead can't fucking tweet us into, you know, disaster. At least for, you know, 12 hours or however long it lasts. All right. Let's, uh, Let's talk to some folks. Hit us up. Uh, Constellation lines are open. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Let's uh, let's start things off in Newark and talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's on your mind, what buddy? Up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. What's on your mind? Ah, let's see here. If, if you ha- have signed up for the newly launched Peacock Network, which is NBC Universal streaming service, which I did earlier today, as they are saying, it is free. Is Maul um, an NBC uh, property, Kylan? Because I got a feeling that. Uh, no, it is oh, a. CBS. It is a. It is a Sony property. Okay. <laughs> Damn, you knew that right off the. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Oh. But what's happening um, on the Peacock uh, system streaming? Well, P- Peacock has, Peacock has well, to go through the relevant programming <laughs> offerings before. Peacock has all the all the dateline a human being could possibly want. Oh my God! They Lord. have most of. The the Law and Order and 
Chicago series than a human being could possibly want. And I also noticed while scrolling through the program that for those who do not have the WWE Network, NXT is listed as a programming choice up on Peacock along with Total Bellas for those of you who care about that program. Interesting. Hmm. Um, I can imagine. Uh, I mean, NBC guy. I mean, NBC is NBC. It's, it, when you get around, when you start thinking about it, you go, "Why? Like, how are they launching an app in 2020 or a streaming system in 2020? And how are they, how is NBC that far behind?" But it shows that they're, you know, hanging on to that that last bastion of uh, of. of of the of the former order, um, but yeah, NBC. You would think they have access to so much stuff. Shit, ah, they probably don't have like sports. That's probably NFL Network. Right? Like, no, just because it was on NBC, ABC. Like, well, yeah, NBC. You know, however many years ago doesn't mean. Uh, but still, every like, yeah, like you said, every Law and Order. That's a thousand shows just there. Law and order. There is law and order. Hmm. So, what was the first thing you watched uh, when you got the when you got the app? Well, now we now we get to my official reason for signing up, which yeah. you might want to disown your friendship with me. After <laughs> but my official. <laughs> Reasons for signing up were the the impending the impending new versions of Saved by the Bell and Punky Rooster. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. I mean, the new versions I could give a fuck about, but. You know, people like the the Girl Meets World and the updated versions of the the Full House, Fuller House. So leave the market. I know Josh loves all that shit. Um, so, oh. that's a pull. Why would he like? Who's 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 uh like uh you know petitioning for a Punky Brewster remake? I don't even remember the, the original. Just remember the theme song, sort of. Apparently, uh, Soleil Moonfly had been wanting to do it for a couple of years, and somebody at Universal decided, you know, a lot of these reboots have been doing well. We're gonna go ahead and order thirteen of these, but yeah. we 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 don't know where we want to put it right now. And then all of us, all of a sudden, 
they decided to launch a streaming service, and here we go. Oh, well, that's wild, because, like, the, the talk, let's say, 10, 12 years ago about Soleil Moon Fry was, isn't she, like, an astrophysicist or some kind of, like, like a super smart math person, right? No, and, that, no that's... Uh, Mayim Bialik, who played Blossom. Well, I know that. I know her. Yeah, she's like super right wing kind of goon. But I also okay. So so like Moonfry was did 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 something like I know I know who I know why you thought you're talking about you're talking about Danica McKellar, Winnie Cooper. She's she's written, I think, nine books on how to teach people math or something. Oh, okay. That's that's probably it. Yep. Okay, so, all right. So, yeah, I I definitely don't even know. I know Solomon Fries is a super cute lady, but, uh, yeah. But, again, like I said earlier, like you said, there's there's a market for it, and people... Want to see the, the reboots and you know bring it to a new generation? And of course they sh- they you imagine they've had the old stuff better. Like was was Full House available? Is it or was it available? The original run on Netflix? Um no 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 because. Hulu had it. Oh, uh-huh. so Hulu got a bump. <laughs> so okay, but if it's an NBC, pro- you know, I don't know how that shit works. I shouldn't assume. I don't know. <laughs> and Full Houses, Warner Brothers. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. What else and, you got? As all of the Miller Boyette shows are Warner Brothers properties. Take your word for it. Um, so my, my question for this week, or at least my first one, mm-hmm. which I... I think you'll want to discuss this with Rich and VIP in case okay. you in case you or Cam don't have a proper answer for this. But this is in, this is in regards to the women's wrestling scene, which reports that WWE may be. Producing an evolution to pay-per-view at, at some point after SummerSlam, around the September 1st uh, time period. Who do you think WWE should sign to to compete against? It's currently. Good to very strong roster of female talent. 
show like on the indie scene, you mean? Like people that aren't like signed? Because I have no idea. And I guess, yeah, Rich said. Right. Yeah, I got no My biggest thing is like, not only did you sign everybody, but you also cut a bunch of people. You know what I mean? So I think that you work it with who you have. I think that, you know, if healthy, a Karen Hughes in there, um, a Dialee's in there. Um, you know, you got rid of like an MJ Jenkins who was kind of on the come up. Like, I just think that you don't really bring in a whole bunch of new people. You just kind of go with who you have and create those fresh matchups. Like, who doesn't want, you know, like a Bianca Belair, Yoshirai, or Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks to kind of. Because the good thing about it is you can do one-offs on that show and then revisit those matches way later and it not be a problem, you know? So I would go more that route. You have, I wouldn't really look at bringing in a bunch of people that, that weren't there. Yeah, especially because if we're talking WWE specifically, it, it would be a while before those folks would even be considered TV ready. You know, we're talking a year, two years, three years for, you know, depending on the town level uh, and, and name and how they, how they. Casey Kenton's all right there. You got Keegan Knight right there. To you can yeah. bring in, you know, your Tony Storms and have the rear everything right there. Like, they're so deep. I'm just like, bringing in new people is, is not crazy, but it's just like, seems like a lot. But it also that that there there has to be another, you know, you can't just go back out and harvest again. Like, not even because you already have stores full of, you know, grain to keep the farm analogy going, but just because like, bam, you gotta like let the sun hit it and let it rain and some days and you know let the shit grow and let that talent, uh, you know. Grow. Yeah, yeah. But then you add on the fact that they they already got a bunch of women on the roster that are really good that aren't getting uh, that aren't getting uh, just despite the space hasn't been opened up for them yet. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. All right. What else you got, Kyle? Answer now. And. For my final question this this week, which wrestler are you looking forward to seeing get get re get reevaluated when when crowds are finally let back into large arenas? I mean, I think Cam alluded to it earlier, and Keith Lee. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't <clears throat> miss out on, you know, his his biggest push coming. You know, we don't want to be talking three, five years from now like Keith Lee's biggest push came when there was nobody to see it live. Uh, same with Drew McIntyre. I think those are two that that, that come to mind uh, immediately. Yeah, because um, I mean, we kind of know. I feel like Bailey's going to get a better reaction. Bailey, for sure. That, that, that yeah. duo 
specifically, but because they've been there and they've proved, you know, they've drawn money and crowds and, and acclaim. Uh, it's a little, you know, a little less. They just happen to be doing some of their best work, you know, when there's no crowd. But Keith Lee and, uh, and Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee to a lesser extent, you know, haven't had their any of that, really. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so those two and yeah, Bailey, Bailey, Sasha X, uh, Bailey singularly. I was watching the, uh, the on the network now in the background that Shayna Baszler's, uh, you know, biggest hits or whatever. Baszler's Path of Destruction, and it was a triple threat match between Baszler, Bailey, and Becky Lynch. And it was like one of the first uh, first times Bailey showed up. She had the Cleopatra look and like, the hair and the little jewel or necklace. Well, not a necklace if it's on your head, but whatever that thing is. And I was just like, wow, look where, uh, like this is kind of where, where it all started. And she's, <laughs> you know, a year later or so doing She is the reason I watch. I follow them on social media. I follow WWE clips and shit on social media because of her and her topics and their antics and their promos. <laughs> yeah, when she trying to wash her face off, or not wash her face off, hide her face with the towel with the, her green face after she got sprayed with the mess. Yeah. No, yeah. Them. Um... I really want to see, and then we saw it a little bit with Survivor Series, but, you know, I wanted to see Adam Cole in front of a big crowd again to see. Yeah. Like, you always want to see if the things you've been doing are going to be appreciated once they've kind of sunk in it. Um, so him, definitely. Um, <clears throat> you know, Apollo Crews uh, with the push he's been getting. And, and yeah. the biggest one is Braun. Like, Braun is really the biggest one. Um you know, Braun is the universal champion. Um, and, and whereas Drew is, the story they told with Drew is very organic and natural, and he was getting good reactions before WrestleMania. Um, you know, Braun was kind of cast into this role later in the game. And so, one yeah, and it was a, something that works. Wasn't it a last minute decision? Somebody got hurt? Like, with, with Goldberg. Because Roman Reigns Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, it was a mess. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's strong strongest. <laughs> God, I think that's just the indicative of probably what SmackDown's been like the last four months. Just that the strong pushed back the last quarter of a year. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for the call, Kylan. Appreciate you as always. Let's keep it moving. And uh, you know, let's, uh, let's go out to the Midwest and talk to Horace. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's I was just, doing, man? I was just thinking when y'all was talking about the, 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 the movie setups and stuff and how things are changing, um, 
you know, the quality of videos is going up too. We are, we're up to what, 265? If you're familiar, Cam? You know what I'm saying? That started popping up. So I was downloading a few shows. And I'm like, in red, I'm like, Cam, 265. And I'm like, oh, so we get a better quality. Huh? Oh, you mean video quality? Like that's video. compression. Yeah, the compression. Yeah, the compression. And what I'm, why well, reason why I'm saying this is that that's another competition versus watching it live. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you watch it on demand or a day later, you know you're still getting better quality versus back in the day. You know what I mean? Because some shows, like even 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 um, I downloaded Impact just to see what was going with that. You know, they, you know. And I downloaded a dynamite because I wasn't watching it live, mm-hmm. and, and just to see what's going on. And then I, and there's a few other shows that's what's in the two sixty five. I'm saying so, you know, even if you don't watch it live, sometimes it's even better when you watch it on demand or download because the quality is even better. You like you're not watching that jury video or you know, you know, you give us an and there's no commercials in ads. Well, yeah, sure. I didn't even you think about that as far as video quality. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, our quality. But how really many down. people, though, Boris, are, like, know about that, one, and then, two, give a fuck? They're like, whatever, live quality, quality, I got a nice Back flash. Back You know, that's, you that's like that, some right? elitist or technologically elitist shit right there, well, I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. Certain things I learned through through listening to shows, listening to you, you know what I'm saying? See, you know, because I'm like, what, where is he getting stuff from? But then I turned, I got turned on to Reddit. A lot of stuff is in there. So, I mean, this exists. This is our new future. You know what I'm saying? Fact, like you said, whatever's going on with the cinematic universe set up, you know what I'm saying? It, it, we going there, and then, like I said, well, with New Japan just starting back up, you know, that that was my alternative because, like I said, once that started up, I watched that. I was more I was more acceptable what was going on over there. Even something, even though some people hated the finishes to what happened this weekend, I was more acceptable to that than waiting on. Let's see how this eyeball thing goes. And it's like everybody, <laughs> even Impact, Impact. Because when I see Impact, because I heard through the torch, Impact, AEW, and W is like they compete on the same level of everybody got this second belt that don't count. I'm like, why is everybody doing the same thing? You get what I'm saying? So I'm just listening to the torch, and I'm like, I'm like, so everybody's on the same page of crap. And then New Japan do something that piss everybody off because they push somebody. And push them full evil, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm I'm willing to go with this path and journey. Of let's see what they do now because yeah, they just came back. The story wasn't the story ended going into something else, but they totally changed it because evil was not supposed to be where he at now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm willing to go with this because yeah, with the pandemic and them, how they how they was how it was treated through New Japan, I'm willing to see what they have to do to get you know, get back to where they want to be because what they're doing now wasn't where they ended. You get what I'm saying? Versus, you know, the, the product no. that I'm watching currently through AEW now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm more so, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm more so wanting to watch this and see the dynamic because 
when it when all this dropped out, Naito's buddies wasn't there. So I'm like, where y'all was? It's just so many questions that I want to ask, and I'm more intrigued for this product versus what I'm seeing here with everybody doing the same thing. What y'all think about that? Can, yeah, I mean, I mean, they they kind of went a different route with theirs. Like, shout out to Evil, IWGP Champ. Um, I mean, also what the Junior uh, Continental Champion, Lloyd. Yes, he's both. He's doing yeah. So yeah, and that was a really cool moment with them, you know, doing the fist bump and him switching to the two sweet at the end. Yes, and, I yeah, the whole Hi, thing. Um, they're doing something different, they're doing something interesting. And, you know, he's not somebody that a lot of people projected, you know, as a main exactly. adventure, but the moment no to me... We don't have no yeah. J-White. Just a lot yeah. of people missing. And they added people that wasn't pushed, you know, the blue-haired mm-hmm. guy, they added him, and he wasn't even pushed right. I'm like, well, I'm intrigued what why they did this, because I know they're missing people, and then they add the guy in there. No, I looked at him like, this ain't Gucci. Man, this motherfucker's swell. Sorry. But I'm like, this motherfucker's swell. You know what I'm saying? Just stop. I was still interested because I knew where they was going. I'm like, so these are the changes when they coming back. It just instantly kicked in my head. It's like, damn, okay, they, they come back from pandemic. The whole storyline of where they were supposed to go is gone, and they go in this direction. I'm intrigued. Just that simple. Because everybody's in the pandemic. It's about how we handle it and keep the eyeballs coming back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't have much of an opinion because I didn't. Yeah, different now. Well, let me know this. Um, because again, I only saw it in clips, but are they, are they back to like live crowds? Yes. Over must be nice. Over three thousand. <laughs> over three thousand. Yeah, must be nice. I heard it was thirty-eight thousand. Responsible. And, wait, oh, they keep it. Wait, oh, they find that. Listen, they don't. I heard that they don't want them to yell or anything like that. And guess what? Mm-hmm. The claps, you can tell the claps are harder. You hear them just snapping hard. Mm-hmm. It's like the clapping replaced the yelling. I mean, it was just so disciplined. It's like, well, wow, this company. The Japanese crowds are not like uh, American crowds. No, they're not. And I like no. their three, four man booth with a monitor. I enjoy that too because I'm like, Wow, this is, I guess this is the way it's supposed to be if we really in a pandemic. And I peeked, I looked at, I paused and looked to see if I see anybody without a mask. I couldn't find anybody. <clears throat> I'm just saying, you know, this is what we're looking for when we see all these different problems. We see JR and, and the three man booth, everybody sitting next to each other with no mask on. You know, so it's like, wow, we really doing this? And then you go see a company. Do it the right way. They got the three man booth, all three people there, but the third person is on a monitor and they put him in the middle of the two people that's, you know, the two humans. You know what I'm saying? So also, mm. maybe, oh, okay, this is an example. This is a true example. And we go from there. And everybody was masked up and they got the crowds back. And the same, it, they, they went, hold, held off. And when they came back with six, what, six, maybe six or seven shows without a crowd. And then the last two shows, one one after the other, the last crowd was big and it was clapping. I really enjoyed it. It's like, wow, this really sads me because here we we doing something totally not okay. 
Well, when you're undisciplined and entitled yes. and <laughs> spoiled and all those things mesh into, you know, it's the, it's the thing of why is, like, uh, why does Canada have, you know, like Canada has a million, you know, guns and shit. Like, their country's, like, full of guns. It's not like they're... I was I can't say Japan because they don't have guns, but and what's the difference? Why don't they shoot each other in the face like, on such a consistent basis? Like anywhere close, it's a and it's like a a mindset, a mentality, a violent kind of. Well, it's a it's, it's a it's a similar thing, but just different. Like they they're just disciplined. They have a, an ethic. They go, oh, okay, this makes sense. Science is that. Hey, science. Who the fuck needs science to, to tell you? You know, it's like the 14th century where, you know, you're trying to explain microbes and, and germs. And they're like, no, we need to bleed you with leeches. And, you know, that obscures me. You know, like, who, who needs to be, you know, with their handheld and told, like, hey, you just cover your fucking slimming nose and mouth. Uh, for a few weeks, and we can like kick the shit out of this and, and be done with it. No, we gotta have our freedom, and and also, you know, you don't want to get CO two poisoning from wearing a mask, because that's the thing. Yeah, but yeah, no, it just comes down to discipline and just not being an entitled, you know, Japan is not an entitled nation. Like they have all the things. That's where I was going with the gun. They have all the things we have. They got all the video games. They got all the fucking porn. They got all the entertainment. They got all the debauchery. They got all the technology and then some. But they don't manage to, uh, you know, be quite as like, shitty. Yeah, what they do is. Once you guys do enjoy about the show, you guys have muscle topics. Topic. I just want to ask your take, y'all take on the last of us, the violence and the controversy of that scene, if y'all familiar with it, where they pretty much brutally kill somebody. What do you guys think about that? I It turned me what off where I everybody went to yeah. Brutal murder happened in the video game. I'm like, last, I literally like, last of, last of us. Number two. Number I understand. Two. You heard about I, that controversy? No, but I, I can't imagine. I heard about that one specific one. No. I can't imagine. Like I ran a guy through with my with a with a great sword. To, you know, today. Fucking oh. slaughtered. Oh. Whole squad. Like, okay, hold on, hold on. Video game let me, violence. Let me explain. Let me, let me explain. No, let me explain it. Naughty Dog said they're gonna put violence and they put that violence in the game because they can. It's a difference when it fits something or, okay, you know, so what you know what I'm saying? What like is Naughty Dog said Naughty Dog. Yeah, Naughty, what happened. The they, 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 they took yeah, a golf club, they took a golf club, they took the golf club, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get it out, a golf yeah. club and knocked a, uh, knocked a person's head off. Literally, you can see the meat on the golf club.
This is what Naughty Dog said. You get what I'm saying? When people started. I mean, just, I understand there's a lot of violence out here. Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. Game, but it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty much survival and, and the reactions to things. Like the way that the bodies react when they exactly. just don't feel and sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very much out of necessity. And so for them to include something that just seems to be graphic for the sake of, of showing it, I just want to say Because I wanted to know what the hell he did. I thought he raped the girl or something because, yeah. you know what I'm saying, the, the, the person, the protagonist, it was a female. So when I saw this, because, like you said, I, I was I was watching there, I was expecting this. So I'm, when I seen this happen, the way she was talking to him, I'm like, Damn, it, it, was it something I missed in the game or the previous game where this was warranted? You know what I'm saying? Because the way the game was set up, I'm like, damn, this way you rape her or something? Or rape somebody in the past? I, I, I need to know why it was, they, you know, they, they caught him, held him down and did this. You know what I'm saying? It's different from when you just run over somebody and grab the bottle. But they set this scene up like realistic, you know? I guess. I mean, I, 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 the, the first last, the Last of Us, the last Last of Us Part One was all I knew about it was it was one of the most emotionally draining video games. People described it as yeah. heart wrenching, blah blah blah. I got through a few hours of it. I just I didn't like the system. I don't like. Uh, I can't shoot well, and that type of game, uh, the gun. Uh, uh, mechanism or you know system was not. It was just, I was terrible at it, and I was just. I just it wasn't fun. I just kept getting eaten by zombies or whatever because I can't shoot straight. <laughs> um, so yeah, the idea that part two is going to you know have some like really like fucked up shit is like yeah okay. Uh, what was the game a few like a decade ago? That came out and they had an option at the beginning yeah. of the, I think it was a call. No, no, no. It was call. I think it was a Call of Duty or one of those types of search. Uh, 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 it was like fucking, fucking jihad or some shit. You, you walk through a mall and just fuck everybody up, and they were like, you know, just I remember that on the rise and stuff. And so they had an option at the beginning of the game or at the beginning of that level, like, yo. Um, you can skip this part. Because it really is literally just walking through a mall mowing people down. They're not shooting back because they're in a fucking mall shopping and shit. So the whole point is to set up this terrorist thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, that was so amazing. I mean, like, we're like, oh, yeah, video games violence. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. It's just, that is. People were getting mad because people were, in, and when Red Dead first came out, People were going around like beating up the suffrage movement women and like or 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 it was a big deal that modders were glitching uh clan robes and right and you know, for their character and running around, you know, fucking up people being racist in clan robes and fucking up anybody that was brown in the game. <laughs> you know, but it's like well that people are people are scumbags and like that's just you can't legislate good behavior. You can't be like, well, this segment of people are going to like really make a thing like really vile and terrible, so everybody else has to suffer. We typically do things. 
So I don't know. I'm over the video game violence. Right. As long as it's immature and you, I mean, it's 2020, you know, that shit's going to be graphic as far as like the clarity and, 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 and the realism of the violence and the gore. You know, you know, you don't get that far into a game like The Last of Us and then go, oh, this, this was too much. So my last thing, guys, sure. my last thing, um, my birthday is Sunday, so I'm, I'm turning 40. I'm turning, I'm turning 40 with you guys, and I have a lot of memories. You know, some of my birthday actually dropped on the show, so I was able to be live with my radio podcast family with you guys. And I'm going to leave y'all with this because I really enjoy you guys. And like that, with the way I was in wrestling, as you know, back in the day, as far as, you know, we got in the group, you know what I'm saying? We went to the, you went to the live events and stuff like that. And now it's just, you guys are my live event. You guys are my family, as far as, you know, as far as wrestling. Not because, yeah, in the real world, people ain't into wrestling. And I'm seriously telling you that because it's not, I don't have the one to actually talk about it, you know what I'm saying? And most of the things I hear and talk about is between, what, you guys? Yeah. Uh, so this is where we have a wrestling. Wrestling is really going on. Yeah, it's not I remember the day. <laughs> you know, huh? anymore, yeah. you know, it's, it's not 2000 where you can just walk through any mall and too sweet or suck it. Everybody got the shirt. Everybody knows what, they're, what you're talking about. Um it went back to what it was all the time, as it was for 100 years, being a niche thing. I mean, we're all into niche shit. That's why, you know, everything I'm into is a struggle to find other people that are into it. Yeah. Right? Like, whether it's fucking the, the, the kind of books I'm reading, like, like Rich is it, you know, even Rich, like, there's a limit to what he put up with, with some of my shit. Like, I'm not reading that. I'm not getting into that. You know, but... Uh, you know, we're, we're just, yeah, whether it's fucking video games or, well, that's a niche, but a, a bigger niche, but still a niche. What are we, what are we into that's super mainstream? That's a good yeah. question. You know, and it's like, you know, we, some of us watch, you know, Flash and the, the CW stuff. But even that, it's like, yeah, zero niche on that level, like I said, I I know if I speak on Agent Shield on this show, I got Cam. Unfortunately, not you, but I got Cam because he's he's right with me. But we can't talk on the phone because I don't actually have his number directly. Where it's like when something happens, you know, so I can just you know the next day or something just call him. Man, did you see this show? You know, that's the only downside to all this, which. We, I hope we do get to that point before anything else happens that we can actually exchange numbers. So, because this is where we at, we actually have to communicate over over you know over numbers. Because we you know I'm in Chicago, y'all you know y'all other places and stuff like that. So this is where we at now. You, you know what I'm saying? When you get excited for something, you know whether it's wrestling or anything. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I have to wait on you guys to see if y'all seen it or reacted to it. Just like tonight, I'm back to you guys. So what type of pressure AEW got? Because now they got John Michael back as far as numbers and this rating thing that everybody's so 
Ain't all no pressure. Do at this point. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure. The numbers are going to do you know what, what the numbers are going to do, and they're not exactly. going to. See? They're not going to uh, be. It's not going to be a record low, or they're not going to set a record high. You know, they're not going to get a million and a half people watching, but they're not going to do a half a million. They'll do what they do. Maybe some people will be like, oh, Moxley's back, and I'm going to see, you know, maybe if somebody's interested in that, that Kiss uh, Rhodes match, you know, Cody, Sonny Kiss match. You know, but it's not, not to be, it's not to be analyzed because it's going to be what it's going to be. And until, you know, uh, something major happens and they get that big number or a superstar shows up and whatever, it's not worth asking that question. Certainly not. Right. We do. We do Thanks, guys. I'm going to just, yeah. just fall back. Looking out for Darrell if he's on the show. I want to hear him. Happy early birthday, though. <laughs> yeah, happy Thank early you birthday. Guys. Appreciate you. Forrest got 800 ways to connect with us. <laughs> he, he wasn't like, oh, no. Get out of here, boy. <laughs> um. All right, so as uh, as uh, as previewed, let's go ahead and uh, go to George and bring on Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What up? What's going on, you guys? How y'all doing today? How you doing on X Video Cam? Shout out to your debut. Shout out to your debut, man. I know it's going to be hard to take home the mama, but, you know, hey, we all yeah, got yeah, to get this a, money somehow. A, a, good, a good reminder. Talk about uh, in, in yeah, detail so, the uh, video you um, did. <clears throat> you know, do this this Twitter thing long enough and you make enough jokes and I guess you say enough decent things and um, you end up making some connections. So I was cool with uh, Matthew, the guy who runs Boston Mania. So he reached out a couple of weeks ago and was like, hey, I got this idea. To have more, um, to have more of an American presence on Bosch Mania, um, and he's done stuff with like uh, I remember he's done stuff with like Super Best Friends, like different groups, and he's like I want people to read from different wrestlers' autobiographies or their biographies, and we're gonna play the clips up against it. And I was like, yeah, and so it was funny. He DM'd me about it, and like a minute later, I hit him back. I was like, yes, yes, I do want to do this. And so it took him a few weeks, but then he sends me. Uh, the uh, excerpt from the Hardcore Holly uh, biography. And he was, I was like, okay, when do you need this? And he was like, I don't want to tell you because if I tell you, you'll wait. And he was like, but two weeks. So I'd give it back to him in like two days, right? And so uh, the latest episode of Boston Mania, Boston Mania 414, um, it's about 20, about 20 minutes, give or take. Uh, in the last quarter of the show, it's me reading from Hardcore Holly biography with clips from WrestleMania 2000 uh, playing in the back. Not WrestleMania 2000. Uh, whatever WrestleMania was. 17, I think. Tag. Yeah, Wait, it was 17. 18 something. Whatever. Um, but it's like the clip playing in the background up against what's happening. So yeah, it was really cool, man. Cool opportunity. Um, a chance for more people to get familiar with the stuff that we do. So yeah, just uh, shout out to Matthew. Shout out to Botchamania. Um yeah, I just have to explain to my mother why I'm on X videos. That this should be fun. 
so what he does, like he puts it on YouTube, like you know he's running into so many problems because so much of that stuff is copywritten. He puts okay. it on YouTube and he puts it on his site in like four different places, and one of those four places is Etsy. So, <laughs> like, all right. Intro, like, I'm about to go subscribe to the channel right now. PW Torch logo on X videos right now. And I'm just like, all right. Hey, exposure is exposure. And that's not a double on It's project. certainly exposure. <laughs> it exposed, all right. Oh, man. Right, people will be like, what's happening under that blanket? Like, what kind of, I, I clicked on this thinking it was going one place, and then it's just, you know, it's some jokes. Uh, and um, shout out to Boris. Hey, Boris, um, tweet me your um, cash app, man. I I cash app you $48, man, for your 48th birthday. Hey. But sometimes, brother. But sometimes, brother, I don't be knowing what the fuck you be talking about sometimes. Excuse <laughs> my, my French. <laughs> but, hey, I'm going to shoot you the $48, though. <laughs> you, we always cool, but you got to have somebody who tell you what the fuck you be talking about. But I got you, though. <laughs> My whole thing is I'm gonna go a little bit different today, um, um, since I got a little a little uh, space. Um, I ain't gonna talk about um most going on in wrestling. I want to talk about one um despicable place, and I don't want to hear people talk about them no more. And I hope this place will finally die, and that's Impact TNA wrestling and the deplorable things that they do by going out here stealing money by applying for that PPP loan and then they out here trying to hire people the big money contracts but you out here stealing money from people who that loan is meant for for small businesses who can't pay their bills and stuff like that so (laughs) it's getting to the I I really need for them that place to finally shut down that walking bad charity which it is (laughs) not great for the charity line (laughs) <laughs> hey, they're doing a cinematic Fuck. match. Aren't you excited about that? They can turn it around. Fuck they cinematic matches. Fuck they cinematic <laughs> matches. Fuck all the people who going to go sign with them. I hope they career go to a, um um to nothing like most careers do when they go sign on the Impact TNA. Fuck all them people for what? Because first of all, they took they taking money from out of small business people who. The, um, they our president don't even like giving it to the real people. Huh? They small business. They ain't no small fucking business. Like first, like like first of all, they parent company, and you might well say they're not even an American business no more. They're from Canada. <laughs> they parent company is based in Canada. They're not no small business. You can't and again, most of the from, people. Uh, Darrell, Damn, but still, but still, if we give we give we give shots out to the, to the Pope who had who um went and stole some of that money, who they done gave the money to, Doctor Phil, oh. whose son out here buying men. Yep, he took some money. Um, <laughs> they gave it to him. relief money or whatever the hell. Because um um some churches are considered um some churches are considered oh, small businesses, but they won't give. But they won't give it. But they won't give it. 
But yeah, but they give it to him, but they won't give it to the little small churches that be going out and doing work to, um, to the local neighborhoods that look like me and you. They won't give it to them. They deny them, but they give it to the Pope who making billions of dollars themselves anyway. They well, give it to Doctor. Yeah, they give it to Doctor Phil, whose son just bought a couple of million dollar homes. I'm talking about multi million dollar homes and stuff Uh-oh. like that. You get a TNA who probably yes, you get a TNA who out here finna spend multi millions of dollars on people who just got cut from WWE to make them feel good and shit like that uh, for bullshit for a uh, place that people don't even watch who barely get a hundred views on Twitch who can't even load up their Twitch right. When you all you gotta do is hit a button. Who don't know how to run their deal got so right. So Alright, alright. We 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 get it. But, uh-huh, but yeah. Yeah, fuck 'em. But you know what I'm saying? That's all in um that's all in Dandy and stuff like that. Been very interested in um what's going on. Um watch the New Japan show. I see the outcry of the people, um um, who was talking about that show? I, I'm, I'm kind of um trying to wait and see what's going to go on with that show, but um I need to um see um see how it go because if people who was watching that show, if it was a WWE booking, they would have got mad and really hated it. Okay, so because who that was a, is, it was a typical event who is who is um evil comparable to? Right, uh, Evil comparable to Well Hmm Let's say he could be like a, uh, Alistair Black So Alistair Black you say that hot, well, huh? Yeah Well um, With um, expectation and, and, okay, and, um, If Alistair Black won, a, won the world title today He'd be like what the fuck We like him and like we think he's super talented But I think we all Wait what Alistair Black is it, is it that kind of thing with the evil? That's what I was getting from Boris. Like, no, he, he, I know. Yeah. I, what I mean by that is um, people who expect his talent and see his and notice his talent and and hope that he get a push and get to go to the top, that type of uh, feel. Something like that. I don't mean like how they pushing him right now. I just but, mean like all, at, the, at the point of where he is on the card, that's what I meant. Like, who's he comparable to in WWE or, or somebody I would know? So I can... Okay. Uh, with his push so far? Hmm. Or at least before, uh, he, won the title. before he won the title. Push so far? Hmm. Ain't really been. I can't say nobody right now because WWE push people so crazy. Okay. Um, that's gonna be Cameron Grimes. It push, it push should be oh. like Cameron Grimes. Right. Like somebody who gets TV right time. It's even he, he was a champion because yeah. now he's a double champion, right? So, so somebody, I mean, they. they it been a, he was a tag team champion for a while. He done held mm-hmm. the Neville's title uh, for a second, but you know he ain't really got a a foot in, not even in the second get secondary title reign, like the IC title reign or the North American title reign. He haven't even got a foot there yet. Like, a um, placehold. He don't have a placehold yet. But people yeah. expect big things from him if he do. So, is this, I was thinking more like this to the top but of, I'm with can this derail that, or is it, it going to help him in the long run? Uh, 
Because if one thing is on how they can live and live up to expectations, you don't want to get thrust into something that you can't uh, possibly live up to. I don't think he has. A, they don't have him as an underdog. He's not an underdog because they they made him go here. It's not an yeah, underdog yeah. story. It's not an underdog look. Um, okay, let me tell you the finish because I don't think the board is explaining. And we're gonna take we're taking names off wrestling. Twenty five minutes of a match that um um that the heel dominated all most like ninety percent of the twenty five minutes of the early part of the match. You have a five minute stint of run ins and interference. That you got a couple of nut shots, two, a couple of ref bumps, but still no finish. So that's 30 minutes right there. Now you got a couple of two more minutes with another run-in interference, um, another run-in interference, a nut shot, don't finish, table, chair, shot to the head. Um, now somebody dressed up as somebody else in somebody else's faction, acting like they're going to help. Then another interference, now the pin. That the heel wins. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and how so, they go and over, not, oh well, it's not a crowd. I'm gonna say how to go over with the audience. Oh, they boo it. And so the fans don't usually boo. Kind of the fans don't boo like that. Hmm. And I know yeah, people put it towards the Jay White, um, the Jay White bill. But Jay White Bill was a little bit different. Yeah, he had the interference of one person sometimes and stuff like that. But he, they allowed him to build up his character first. Like that whole first year of him doing it, he stated the purpose that he was coming up here. He was out for Okada. And, Okada, you shouldn't trust me, but you're going to let me join your group. I'm going to join it. And then I'm going to call Anarchy because I'm out to get you. And I told you that off real. And they let him build up to his character. This was a, just a bunch of run-ins. After people was had all, they had already did this same match for the finals of the New Japan Cup. Thirty-five minutes, the same, the same way I walked it out just to y'all a few seconds ago. That was the same outcome for the um, New Japan um, <laughs> Cup final. The same exact outcome, just without um, the new introduction, uh, the introduction of a new person who they got from a different promotion. Okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Time, time will tell. And um, um, one thing I also want y'all to start looking at because I like bringing stuff in uh, in front of y'all before people even start talking about it. You got to start okay. looking at Warner Media and how they selling stuff and how they all like they already sold the CNN towers. They're selling off a lot of their stuff. They about to sell off the WB initiative, which owns all DC character rights to make games. They were the people who made um, bat, all the Batman Arkham Knight games and stuff like that. They're selling that to um, Xbox. Um, to, to Microsoft. They're selling, uh-huh. they selling most of their television channels, except CNN itself. They're selling most of the television channels, so that's True TV. Um, there's TNN, there's, there's T, TNT, there's TBS, and all. They have laid off, uh, uh, put, um, they, not laid off, but um, what's the other one? Um, furloughed. Furloughed. Uh, furlough. Everybody for the next two years, because they, but they talking about they're going to bring them back 
but they moved into a smaller campus because, again, they sold CNN Tower, what was um, Ted Turner's baby. Um, they so-called losing a lot of money, so you're going to see shows that they're doing get cut. Unless you, unless you in HBO Max, you have no safety of knowing if you're going to be around for the next two years. So start watching out for that because it's a big thing in Atlanta because they had to come out to the mayor of Atlanta and the governor and explain what they're doing and because they thought they were going to take the company and move it somewhere, maybe overseas or something like that. So they had to explain themselves and had to sign something that made them committed to stay in the state of Georgia for the next five years because it was just strange that they're doing all this stuff and they say they're claiming money like this. Consolidated. Somebody about to get consolidated. Consolidated. Again. Yeah. Uh huh. But they not gonna get consolidated too much. They already consolidated. They already consolidated anyway. They short anyway because you know AT and T owns Warner Media. <laughs> oh, so okay. Oh, yeah. They already kind of consolidated of itself. So. It just it's gonna affect a lot of people. Like I said, the CNN Tower was already been bought. That's a historic place. That's um Ted Turner's baby. Nobody would ever thought that they were gonna sell that. So where they going back to an old campus that they haven't used since the seventies. A little small campus in Athens, Georgia, right outside of um University of Georgia. So and you know you got the T N T people there. You know, uh, with um, like Shaq them. I think that's why you're starting to see people like Kenan and Jet Smith starting to venture out a little bit more and create more stuff for themselves. Cause they, I think they see the pictures, the writing coming to the wall too. That they might not longer be there. You got another show that I know people like. You got AEW who um, got it because of the people who in them towers right there who don't know if they jobs secure anymore. So you got a lot of stuff to be watching for. Because those people are selling. Like they told the people of WB Initiative, they're like, y'all keep making games, but we finna sell y'all. Y'all won't be making games for us too long. And again, like I said, they selling that, that um, Xbox. Interesting. One thing I'd like to add before we get out, before we get out of here. Um, yeah. So if they don't lift the... Uh, the uh, whatever restriction or whatever error they have on uh, verified accounts, AEW and NXT won't be able to live speak during the shows. Yeah. And that's going to be for the first time in a long time that that's been the case. You'll have to really draw your own conclusions on what you're saying. I'm not sure if they're ready for that. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll get a bunch of you know, 2 a.m. Uh, tweet storms from various, uh, uh, various Twitter. Yeah, there's 12 videos in a row of, of all the yeah, clips and shit that we didn't post up uh, the last day. So, all right. <laughs> yeah, man, thank uh, y'all for letting me um, bore yeah. y'all with my talk, man, and my rant about um, the charity company. And, um, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I guess I hope I put y'all up on game because, you know, you don't see the media too much talk about stuff like that. 
um, until after stuff started going down and, you know, being from where I'm from and all the craziness that we have going here, that just caught my attention, especially when they say they're $150 billion. They claiming that's how much loss they done had this year. <laughs> they lose. So anybody tell you that they made a profit in between the middle of 2019 to 2020, they telling you a lie. Ain't nobody made no profit that they were stealing the money from PPP stuff and stuff like that been stealing money. So <laughs> nobody really making profit that you got people paying you hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes, don't believe it. Don't, can't trust it. Appreciate you as always, Terrell. So, yeah, so that, uh, on that riveting <laughs> note, um, that wraps up another uh, wraps up another uh, live live portion of the East Coast cast. Um, free folks, the ride is over. Uh, we'll be we, me and Rich, will be by for uh, for some VIP action in the, in a little bit. So VIP folks, you can uh, click over once you're done listening to this, listening to this, and. Uh, Checking Rich and I out on the VIP portion. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say. Another uh, another week in wrestle in, in the books. So until uh, next week, uh, thanks everybody for, for listening, for calling, for tweeting, uh, for co-hosting. Thanks everybody. We'll get it on again next week. Chillin' on my